Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here, flanked by Aaron Larsool. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's get it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Can now. you call in your shot again? A team that has two stars or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP. I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The uh, it's a it's a very clear message. It's two stars in the Brown and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board. The relationship that is developing between those two, off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court. I think in this case, this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Final hour on this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Paulie has a big surprise for me. I guess the team does. The Danettes have a big surprise for me coming up in about nine minutes. Synchronize our uh, watches here. Nine minutes from now. Big surprise. Is it a big surprise? I actually think it is, yeah. I try to downplay it lightly, but yeah, it is. You want to give me a hint? Nope. I do. Anybody else want to give me? Oh, Princey would tell me what it actually oh, is. Yeah, keep my mouth completely <laughs> closed on it. That's not possible. Yes, Paul. Todd almost spoiled it three hours ago before the show started. <laughs> there is a person calling in to tell you about this surprise, and, and Todd almost uh, told you the person calling. Alex Trebek. That would be oh. nice. We're trying. We are trying to get Alex on. Oh, Mr. oh. Mr. Trebek. Okay. That'd be nice. It's been a great week for uh, Jeopardy. I watched a lot last night. You know, it, they go, I, they, it, it's trying to get that rapid fire, the timing down is really the big thing. So when you're trying to buzz in, you can see these guys and they think the harder you press, like that somehow is going to override somebody else. It's the timing of it. And a lot of people look at James Holzhauer and his strategy and how that changed Jeopardy. I got a glimpse of what strategy was when I was doing Sports Jeopardy. And we had one contestant, Vinny Veradarajan. I think he won 15 in a row. But what he would do is he would get a category, but he would go towards the bottom because he was trying to get the daily double. He didn't go, there There was uh, not like, this is my favorite category, let me go start here at uh, 100 and then go to 200. He would go right to the bottom. And he'd, you know, say whatever for 500 or whatever for 1,000. He was looking for the daily double so he could benefit off of that and make sure that he removed that from your possibility, your game plan. And James Holzhauer kind of turned Jeopardy on its ear with his strategy there. But a couple of years prior to that, this guy, Vinny, he was doing that with Sports Jeopardy. But uh, got a chance to watch a lot of that last night, and that continues. Uh, Alex Trebek has been doing this, I think, 30 three or 34 years now. And he did say, he hinted at, he knows what he's going to say when he steps down. And he said, I, I just want 30 seconds. I'm, I'm assuming Harry Friedman, who is the executive producer, will give Alex a little more time than that. Alex probably won't take more time than that because he's, he's so used to being, you know, it, it's all about timing with that. How long can I, you know, talk to you when we do the interviewing part of this? 
uh, when I say goodbye, like all of that stuff. So Alex will be buttoned up whenever that is, and I hope it's not anytime soon. But uh, I still I wish him well with what he's going through with his pancreatic cancer. I did throw that out yesterday, last night, as I'm watching uh, Jeopardy. Who would you rather replace, Bill Belichick or Alex Trebek, if you had to go into those jobs? And I, I would much rather try to follow Belichick. If I had the qualities to go in to be a head coach, then I would try to replace Alex Trebek. Because the loyalty with that show, with that audience, it might be unsurpassed. Because you, you, you tune in to see Alex Trebek in Jeopardy. Belichick will move on eventually, and somebody else will come in there. And if they win, then, you know, you'll, you'll be able to get that transitional moment you'll be able to get to. I, I don't know who you would bring in for Alex Trebek. And as strange as this may sound, I think Tony Reale of Around the Horn would be an interesting choice because it's a younger, a lot of energy, very bright, and I th- and charismatic. And I think that he would be somebody. Now, they may look at, you know, Anderson Cooper was somebody they talked about. Uh, we said Jim Parsons to so the Big Bang Theory. But, uh, you know, Tony Reale might be one of those guys that you could put in there, at least have him audition. And I think he might be somebody because that's completely different with Alex at Alex's age and style. And then Tony comes in and maybe you make it a little younger, fresher, hipper. I don't know. But uh, I I don't envy the person who walks in there and takes over for him. And, you know, wheel of punishment or wheel of punishment, wheel of fortune. The other one should have been a show. It should have. There should be a wheel of punishment. We tried. Didn't get greenlit. Who would host Wheel of Punishment, though? Regular human beings getting Wheel of Punishment punishments for, like, like if your neighbor messes up your lawn, you go on with you and you get to spin the wheel. But but you get to make money, right? Or you have, like, domestic punishment. But there there's, like, a, a couple of slots on there that you could win. You have to be able to win money, right? You have to, if you got yeah. Wheel of Punishment, you'd have to win some money before you got roughed up. Yes, Don? And the worse the punishment, I guess, the more money you're eligible to win, I would think, and the more you want to push the envelope and do something or put something on the wheel that's just way out of control, you should get rewarded financially for that. I don't miss the Wheel of Punishment, but I miss the theme song for Wheel of Punishment. I just thought it was a great theme song, that music. But we haven't done Wheel of Punishment in a while, and I'm willing to do it. For what purpose what violation i don't know i'm just saying if it's just random yeah just random you know just a slow day and you guys want to spin the wheel of punishment i do it (laughs) it's great music plus if you start the tv show and you just hear that sort of laughter in there, and all of a sudden it just Yes, dude. And there are some people who bought this album, this Guar album, when they wrote an album yeah. around this time, like the German version of it or something, it has this on it. So people who like are out somewhere, I think it's either Germany or Italy, I'm not sure, but they have a song called Wheel of Punishment now that they sold. Huge in Germany. It's like maximum... Uh, Wait, did they do Wheel of Punishment after they had done Wheel of Punishment for us? No, 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 they wrote this for us. Yeah. And then they, like, just, like, as a funny thing to do, they sent us the record. I, I'm oh. Gonna, 
I don't know where it is here, but they put it on an album. It's probably with only... the Rock'em Sonkem Robot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I love that theme music there, Wheel of Punishment. We also we got rid of the, uh, the Shower of Shame, too. That didn't make the trip over. We brought – did we break the Shower of Shame? I don't think it is OSHA approved after all the products <laughs> that were in there. All right, uh, let's pull a question, McLovin. Who would you rather succeed, Bill Belichick or Alex Trebek? 64% Bill Belichick. Oh. Trebek's too hard. Okay. All right. Um, so how do I introduce this surprise here, Paul? Dan, joining us on the Dan Patrick Show now is a gentleman we know named Dave Gorin. He is the executive director of the National Sports Media Association, and he wants to talk to you. Hey, Dave. Dan, how are you this morning? I don't know. It might depend on what you're going to tell me. Well, you know, would it be Bill Belichick, Alex Trebek, or would you like to go into the NSMA Hall of Fame? There we go. Breaking news. Dan, congratulations. You have been voted into our Hall of Fame. Wow. Induction this June. So congratulations. Wow. That's, that's quite an honor. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. You're um, very welcome. Would you, would you explain what the Hall of Fame is all about for our audience and where it's, sure. in, in, where it's located? Sure. We're in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. It started in Salisbury, North Carolina. We are in our 61st year of honoring sportscasters and sports writers for excellence. You join a long list of more than 100 uh, legends in sportscasting and sports writing. Uh, the release on this is coming out Monday, so, so you're the first one to know at least live on the radio and TV, that you're going in. Oh, but uh, And we also you know, try to blaze a path for college students and young professionals to connect them because, like it or not, they're all going to take our jobs one day. Uh, my, my, I guess my only question is, why did it take so long, uh, Dave? <laughs> really, that's probably... Well, that was my question, too, but I, I don't get a vote. I, I just run the organization. So our, our more than 600 members all across the country vote every year, as you know, because you're a member. Yeah. And uh, and they finally woke up, I think, is the bottom line. Who went in before me that I might be upset about? You want to get me in trouble now? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, you I know, I, know, Dave, I don't do well with speeches. You know that. You know that. Can I Can I tape a speech but still be there and you play it? We could do that. Yeah. I, I thought your your speech last time you won. The oh my God! No, no, no. Was was really good. Oh no! It was it was horrible. I, I'm I'm a, a puddle. I'm a puddle when I go up there. I just I, I'm a mess when I go up there, Dave. Well, I, I want to know who's going to introduce you because you have to pick somebody to present you for induction. I think you should have all four of the Dennettes do it. No, I need somebody professional. <laughs> well. <laughs> Um, all right, I'll give that some thought. Is there an open bar, Dave, is really what the Danettes want to know. <laughs> For them, perhaps. I think, I think we could probably arrange that. That's, it's great, Dave. Thank you. Um, I, I actually, there was a long time when I didn't want to win awards because I, I do horribly when I'm up there in front of people. You'd, You'd think somebody's handed out a Super Bowl trophy a couple of times would be okay in front of people. It's when I have to talk about myself in front of people that I'm a mess. So maybe maybe we'll just do we'll bring the whole man cave to Winston Salem and we can do it from there. How about that? Oh man! All right, now I got I'm going to be grinding about this now for the next five months. 
But it is a great honor. Yes. Uh, yes, Paulie. Dan, some of the other gentlemen in, and women in the Hall of Fame, Doc Emmerich, Bob Lee, Peter King, Tony Kornheiser, Frank Gifford, uh, Chris Berman, David Halberstam, Anana, Bill Raffery, Dick Shep, Marv Albert, uh, Bob Uecker, Brent Musburger, John Madden, on and on and on. That's very, that's, that's awesome. Dave, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I know you've uh, been a big fan of the show and, and listen or watch when you can, and uh, I appreciate that. But thank you for calling in. Dan, my pleasure. I look forward to uh, talking to you more. And, and don't grind. Don't grind about it. It's going to be fun. We're going to oh, have a good time. Gosh. All right. Thank you, Dave. Dave Gorin heads up the uh, Sports Writers Sports Broadcasting Hall of Fame in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Congratulations. You know I'm going to be horrible up there on nah, stage. You are horrible in up to the point when you get on stage because no, you, are, it's you dread it. So it's, you know what it is? I hated winning awards because it always meant that I spent more time away from my family. I was, I was really good at my job because I made my job my first priority. I think that's what really beats me up because I, for some reason – it reminds me that I was working second shift and, and I, I worked on the weekend like I wasn't around. And as strange as that sounds, I, I had mixed emotions if I would win something and I'd be like, yep, yeah, you weren't at home. You were at work. Yeah, boy. Dan, that's uh, really the reason why the four of us, the Danettes, don't win awards. We choose not to <laughs> because we care about our family based upon what you taught us. We choose not to win. Uh, we're going to win the sports Emmy this year. Yeah, yeah we're going to win it. We're going to win it. Yep. Gosh, there's a long list of people that we won't thank, though. <laughs> right? I'm putting it together. Yeah. <laughs> Growing every day. Yeah, it is. Yesterday. Uh, yeah, yesterday. Uh, McLovin. So who's coming down no. on the private plane this time? Last year I sat next to Casas, I believe. Well, no, no, no. You, we didn't sit anywhere near Mr. Casas. Well, he had to go to the bathroom right next to where I was sitting, so I was kind of. I know. I felt bad that Bob had to cut through the, the four Danettes to go back to use. But that was when Mark Lazarus and NBC, when I was working with them, they got the, the NBC jet and we flew down. So I, I said, can the Danettes go? It's like, oh, we got on. It's like our gang just got on a private plane. Basically, there, there are a few things more surreal than sitting on this massive private plane owned by a huge network. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out if I could take these Reese's peanut butter cups without getting in trouble. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Bob Costas pokes his head through and is like, who let these idiots yeah. in? And then left. And you're like, what, dude? Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. 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 They needed a bigger buffer between our section and your section with management and Mr. Costas. Well, there wasn't, like, first class in coach. So it was sort of... <laughs> Business class and coach. It was business coach. Yes, Todd. And Casas hesitantly asked me if I had used the restroom before he went in there. <laughs> that was an awkward moment, too. I don't know why he was asking me that. No, it would have been even more awkward if he did go in after you had been in there. I would have given him a heads up. Yeah, you would. Yes, McLovin. My favorite moment the last time we were down there for the award ceremony. Do you guys remember at the time? I think Paul does say, hey, I'm Tim. <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite slide. Tim? Hey, it's Tim Kawakami. I was just on last week. <laughs> he goes, he walked up to our table and goes, hey, it's Tim. <laughs> I thought actually the guest caller was going to be Tim Kawakami I, to I, talk about. I didn't know, but we would have Tim Kawakami on San Jose Mercury News. You know, something goes on in the Bay Area. We would always, you know, Fritzy would go, uh, you want to call Tim Kawakami? So we would have him on. I never, I don't think I'd ever met Tim Kawakami. And then all of a sudden he walks up to the Danettes. Hey, it's Tim. <laughs> Tim who? Tim Kawakami. 
Uh, hey, Tim. Yeah, Paul. And that brings us back to maybe McLovin's best joke in show history. We were going around the room. Who would be the last guest in the show? And I think I said Charles Barkley and Seton may have said John Smoltz. And McLovin goes, how about Tim Kawakami? We can cover Stanford football, maybe get a little Oakland Raiders about moving. There's like 12 teams out there when you think about it. San Jose Sharks. You go on and on. Oh, so versatile. Well, people so ask me, who's your favorite guest? And then they'll ask me, who's going to be your final guest? And I don't have an answer for either one of those. Because the best guest that you'll ever find on a show is a guest that keeps you in your car, that you want to continue to hear. You, that, you know, they're telling you something that's entertaining that you haven't heard before. That's, so that can be anybody from Reggie Miller to Charles Barkley, uh, you know, when Will Ferrell is on or Brian Cranston's on. I mean, there's so many people who have been on this show, and that person who has that ability, that uh, entertainment value, that you stay in your car because it's that compelling. That's the best guest you can have. Yes, Todd. I couldn't say it any better myself. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Right. Maybe he should introduce you for this award. <laughs> oh, no. You, you know, we were talking about those Hall of Fame speeches. They stopped playing me off. I didn't even win the award. Yeah. No. Oh, God. Now, although, who was going to – we were up for the Sports Emmy the last two years for uh, Best Daily TV Show. We had Seton in place to uh, – Was Seton going to be – I think so. Okay, because I wasn't sure. We designated somebody was going to go up there because I wasn't going to give the speech because I – you guys are as instrumental in making this a great show as I am. So I just thought you guys want to get up there. I think we all, we didn't, I don't know if we knew who we were going to have accepting. We did know that we all voted that you couldn't go up there, Todd. Yes, because they start blinking the lights. Yeah. Like you're going, you know, that's just not good. The whole show was over and you didn't even get your award yet. Yes. I think, yeah, somehow I think it ended up in my hands. Okay. But. I don't know if this was the first time we were nominated for an Emmy or the second time. There's we were been so many for an nominations. Emmy. I'm not sure which one this was. It probably was the second one. It might have been the first. Um, but I had said to Paul before we got there, like, dude, why you should take this. Like, I, I just feel like it's it's his place to speak on our behalf in that moment. He, I think he's earned it. Either that, or Seton was three beers in and thought he was going to get loose in turn four and hand it oh, no, Or I probably wasn't three beers in because then I would have been like, let's do it. Yeah, go. Let's go! All right. If we get nominated this, when we get nominated this year, uh, Paulie, if we win, then you can go up and give the acceptance. Sounds fun. All right. And by the way, in the last show, we were discussing this over yeah. here. If we have a last show someday, which we will, there's certain people that are must. I think that you know. Well, let's take a break. Here. Okay. Let me take a break here. We'll come back. Get some phone calls. Also, this is really fascinating. What I'm watching or uh, reading here. Let me see if I can give. Um, so there's something that has to do with Matt Rule's contract in Carolina and how the rest of the NFL, the owners, are not happy about this at all. Have that for you coming up here. Your phone calls 19 after the hour. This is the award-winning Dan Patrick Show. It's the greatest time of the year in sports. NFL, college football, MLB, NBA, and NHL. What else can a sports fan ask for? All the action you want is every day at one place and one place only. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on all this incredible action at BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. 
Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Oh. We were just reminiscing of all the dumb things we've done on this show. And then Paulie goes, and that's how you get nominated for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh. That's shots and trophies. Yes. That's, all, that's mean, what we if, do. If you look at the goofy stuff we've done, so the National Sportscasters and Sports Writers Association. So that's the ultimate, you know, in our business, if you get honored by them. I've been lucky to be the Sportscaster of the Year twice. You know, the Marconi Award is the, the best radio host in uh, in America, and we've won that twice. And uh, to go into the Hall of Fame, but we always think about, gosh, if people only knew, or do these people know, like, what else we do on this show with some of the silly stuff? Should I, do I get a video that I can present when I go there? You're, no, you're going. Well, no, a video of showing what we do on this show. Like all the goofy stuff. Oh, we can edit it? Yeah, we can edit I it. I don't know. I don't know. And and does this eliminate me? I can't be the sportscaster of the year now because now I'm in the Hall of Fame. And I'd like to be referred to as Hall of Famer from now on. Sir? You should. Yeah. Sir? No, no, just, hey, Famer. Hey, Famer. <laughs> yes. Tom. Why couldn't you double dip on multiple awards? I don't understand why oh, one no, has I, anything to do with the other. I'd like to. I mean, I'm still competing with the... I, I said to Paulie, Paulie came over and shook my hand. And I think you've shaken my hand how many times in, in since we've known each other? Like, Probably a dozen. Oh, you think that many? Yeah, because when you, when you congratulate a fellow on something like this, you look him in the eye and you shake his oh, hand. Oh, okay. Or you give him a hug. Or a little dap. Yeah. All right. But, well, no, no dap. No dap for oh, you uh, can't. not a big congratulations. But no hug from you. No, because it's not emotional. It's, I expect you to get this Hall of Fame at some point. Yeah. Well, that was nice. Yes, yeah, yeah, I think I'm more of a hugger. I like a handshake, but I'm a, I am don't mind a good hug. Well, that's you know? kind of odd because I didn't get anything from the other Danettes. It's just Paulie walked over and gave me a handshake. And I walked I'm over. Sick, and, by the way. Huh? Uh, oh, I'm a little sick. Oh, you are. So I was going to go over there, but giving you uh, bronchitis was not appropriate. And I don't think we've ever done a bro hug before, have we, McLovin? Yeah, sure we have. We have? We've done, wait, bro hug is the handshake. We've done like hug hugs. Have we? Sure. I'll give you one right now if you – we all come over there and hug you if you'd like. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. now we can't. Now it's awkward. But. Yeah, I don't, want it. I don't want it now. I didn't know that it was a post-phone call hug-worthy moment. Well, no, handshake. Yeah, yeah, handshake would have handshake been nice. Handshake would have been nice. I thought that when you, you ran into your office there and hit away, you were having a private I, moment. I was so. wiping some tears away. Right. I wanted to let you uh, have that, that moment. That didn't stop Paulie from walking over. Well, no, nothing does. Paulie right. goes, hey, hey, Captain. Hey, hey, Captain. Hey, Captain. Hey, Sport. And I said, it's Famer. Hey, Famer. Yes, McLovin. We've been celebrating all morning, though. We've kind of known. Like, we had a little party. Because oh, you did? Well, yeah. That's nice. We were excited about it a few hours ago. Yeah, now well, it's like, well, yeah, we know. And I will say that I could have done it without you. 
I, don't do your speech now. Yeah, yeah. Instead, <laughs> I could not have done it without these guys. No, I could have done it. I did do it without you guys. A lot more fun this way. Yes. Yeah. Strength in numbers. And I figure if you guys are on stage with me, you know, how long's the speech? We're all four of us going to look like Mike McCarthy, though, in our suits. <laughs> no, so. but that'll be to have Fritzy in a suit and tie. That'll be great. Can that you thing. get that tuxedo that you had on when you were a little guy? That that T-shirt that we made. I, I could try to find some kind of recreation of that from the bar picture. Could you get a fro? Could you get like a wig and put that on? I that think would be, be tremendous. That would be great. That was very nice, though. Very nice uh, surprise there. Yes, Seton. Well, so far now the you know Twitter sphere is just a buzz with this. We've had a uh, distillery offer to. Uh, ha- Support the open bar for your party. I like it. Which is nice. I like it. Someone suggested maybe uh, Ken Kettering should be the uh, guy who introduces you since he set you on your path. Payback. <laughs> Ken Kettering. Yeah. He got the job in Dayton, Ohio, and I didn't. And the rest is history. Yeah. Hall of Fame career. Yes. But then the guy who told me I didn't get the job as the weekend anchor in Dayton took credit for me and my career because I didn't get the job. At Channel 2 in Dayton, He Ohio. didn't want to limit you. He no, knew he you goes, were bigger. Yeah. He, he goes, I did I did Dan Patrick a favor by not giving that job in Dayton, Ohio. Oh, really? As I went to uh, drown my sorrows that day? Yes, Tom. Can they name a cream rinse after you at this point? Hall of Fame. Okay. Isn't that the next step? Yeah. It's conditioner now. There's not cream rinse. It's conditioner. <laughs> Maybe David Hill can uh, that be, would be That would be the person. Fox Sports. Your hair, it's too puffy. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. God. Uh, okay, I saw this from uh, Robert Klemko. Is he still uh, Monday morning quarterback? McLevin, do you know? I'm not sure. I believe he is. Okay, so uh, Robert Klemko, NFL writer, just had a tweet. An NFC South coach on Carolina's seven-year, $60 million contract for first-time NFL head coach Matt Rule. Uh, Dave, uh, is Clemco Washington Post? Yeah, that's right. that's right. Oh, okay. Uh, David Tepper just drove the price of pork up, and I know the owners are PO'd. They're going to hurt him at the next league meetings. They might just shut him out of the room. Oh, come on. And by the way, why would an NFC South coach, now is this a head coach? Wouldn't you be happy about this? It, it, if you're successful, th- th- isn't this the measuring stick of the team and the coach you're going to be competing against in the NFC South? I could see if an owner said this, that, you know, David Tepper just, you know, drove up the price of a coach here in the NFL. I get that. Not a coach. What's a coach care? Yeah, Paul. You may have a point, though, Clemco, that the owners now, when the shiny new head coach out of college is available, this is the new rate and the new length of the contract, which is even might be bigger. That's a long commitment of cash. You know, if, if this guy flames out Matt Rule or anybody in three years, you owe him a lot more than that. It's kind of like the um, the contract uh, Kirk Cousins got. Like, this guy got the biggest guaranteed contract? No offense, but at the time, Kirk Cousins wasn't the best player in the world. But it's Josh McDaniels, let's say he gets the Browns job. Does he go in and say, this is what I want? Does he have negotiating He's power He's far now? more decorated than Matt Rule is in the NFL. But, but Matt Rule had the Giants waiting the next day, who have a lot of money as well. I don't know if Josh McDaniels has another team because there are no more teams. But Carolina offered him this. They didn't go, oh, we'll match the Giants' offer and give you more. 
he got the offer from Car- Carolina, and then they went. His agent went to the Giants and said, "Hey, you interested in matching this?" So it wasn't where they were bidding against each other. He got this. Yes, McLaughlin. It's totally recency bias, but third and one against the Titans probably cost Josh McDaniels a ton of money. I mean, the offense looks so bad on Sunday. He can't possibly be a hot candidate right now, can he? I mean, he can't hold them over the flame. Well, is Kevin Stefanski then, who's the offensive yeah. coordinator to the Vikings, if he's the other candidate, can he go in and command Matt Rule money? And the answer is no. But didn't they had to Steph- spend $6 million to buy him out of Baylor. I mean, but Matt Rule probably had 20 teams who wanted him. I mean, a 20, lot 20 feels like a lot. No, no, I'm just saying, like, there was a big market for Matt Rule. He'd already turned well, last on the year, Jets. last year, there yeah. was a market for him. And had he gotten to Baylor last year? No, he's been at Baylor for two years. Two years. Yeah. Okay. And, and look, he did a wonderful job in turning that program around because they were sort of like Penn State after the Sandusky scandal or go back to SMU when they got the death penalty. You know, we thought Baylor was going to be damaged goods for a long time, and Matt Rule did a great job. He did a wonderful job, and by all accounts, is uh, very bright and good. Players love him. Good talent evaluator, at least what I'm told. Yeah, Paul. I don't think any of us is going to forget the long run of success Matt uh, Rule had at Baylor. <laughs> Two years is enough. I mean, I, he he's did a like great the, job. He's like the coaching version, the one and done. Right. You know, a little smock that he wears, his vest smock. But doesn't he look like he's a miniature Matt Millen? Let's see what he looks like. But he dresses like he's a guy holding the um, the, the, yard, the yard line sticks. He wears that like, oh, yeah. mock vest, vest thing over his thing. It looks like he's directing traffic. And when I saw Mike McCarthy, I thought if Jack Black was ever going to play, <laughs> like if they do the Mike McCarthy movie, Jack Black plays the younger version of Mike McCarthy. And they probably both look the same in a suit and tie. Not... Not comfortable there. All righty. Uh, Sophie in Los Angeles would like to join us. Good morning, Sophie. How are you? Hey, Fama. Congratulations Thank on you, your uh, big, uh, big award. Does that mean you get to kind of put the Dan Patrick calendar in there when you're when when you go into the Hall of Fame? Is it like American sports where you get to take various things and and showcase? <laughs> That's the, that's the one thing I want to take from my career, our Dan Patrick Show calendar, and, and put that in the time capsule. Speaks for itself, Dan. Thank you, um, I usually call up with 30 good soccer seconds, but today I thought I'd call with uh, 30 good royal seconds. Um, okay. I heard you guys talking earlier, and this mm. is actually more of an earthquake back home than people um, think. Uh, a, year, a few years ago, the Queen stated that she had an Anna Terribilis when Princess Diana and Charles got divorced in her Christmas Day speech. Um, but this has kind of broken the mold and protocol because they didn't even inform the Queen, Prince Charles or William, before they made this announcement. Um, yesterday they said they hadn't informed them at all, but it turned out they gave them a 10-minute warning. Um, taxpayers paid £2.4 million to remodel their home. Uh, Meghan's been given 91 pieces of jewellery um, worth millions. Harry's already worth £30 million. She's worth £5 million, so they're already financially independent. Um, they're quitting royalty, but they also still want the trimmings, i.e. security for a million, travel for a million. Um, so, And this is all happening on Kate's 38th, 38th birthday today, Dan. Um, the future Queen of England 
Um, wow. We're going to have some birthday celebrations. So you and um, Meghan and Harry have kind of overshadowed things for her today on her birthday. But do you can you quit the royals? They keep saying they're stepping back from. You're not stepping down. You step back. What exactly does that mean? I think it's the first step in them being polite by saying eventually we're going to be quitting. They have grand ideas of um, putting together their own charity work. They put a website together um, while they were in Canada for six weeks, which launched. And again, the royal family didn't know about that. They have some lofty ideas when it comes to um, the environment, um, especially Harry. Uh, And also, I think that she really wanted to divide her time between North America and the UK. But I think the toughest thing is they. she knew what she was getting into. And I think sometimes a lot with fame and celebrity, when you hear people complaining, I think the toughest pill for the British public to swallow is they embraced her. They were given this dream wedding. You know, the Queen kind of broke royal protocol with some of the things that happened at the wedding. They really welcomed Meghan and the differences that really the royal family hasn't seen over the years. So it's a huge slap in the face, um, which eventually will probably lead to them um, and some are saying that maybe they'll they'll be stripped of their titles before they even get the opportunity to take a step back completely. Thank you, Sophie. Always great for an update from you. We appreciate that. You know, you usually have to give a two-week notice, you know. Like, I had to give a two-week notice when I left a job. Royal family does? Yeah, I, I would think you got to put in a two-week notice there. You don't, wanna, you don't want to burn your London bridges. Oh! That was well done. I will take a step back on that one. Thank you, Tom. How about you step down? I step down. Also, yeah, that's what Stephen said. We're rooting for that for a while. All right. Last show guest. Paulie, you said you had a list of last show guests. We chatted about this. I think there's some mandatory people off the top of our head. Uh, Reggie Miller is, is not even a guest. He's a family member. Yeah. Charles Barkley has always been there for us hundreds of hundreds of times. Then you have people like Al Michaels. What if we didn't have any guests? Uh, I think a lot of people would tune out. Just kidding. No, uh, Al Michaels, I think. No, I, I would. I, I don't know. I'd have to think about that years down the road. Would I? I would rather play clips. I'd rather spend that morning with you guys and maybe not, you know, reminisce with somebody else where you just have clips where our favorite moments for the. So week. the guests on the second to last yes, show Reggie you, Miller, yeah, Al Michaels, yeah. Charles Barkley. Yeah. Okay. Maybe John Smoltz. Will Ferrell, been there for us Adam Sandler. Yep. Yeah. There's quite a few. Chrissy Teigen, maybe, because Chrissy got famous. You know, we're not in, we're not on her level anymore. Got too big, yeah, yeah. Oh, we can get her back on. Yeah, my my text messages go unanswered. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen. I put her in my phone under Model T because of Teigen and she's Clever. a model. What do you think of that, Todd? I like it a lot. We used to be able to contact her directly. Now there's a person no, who wants to contact another person. I know. We'll I get know. back to you in a few weeks, maybe. We do that, though. We take somebody, we grow them, and then they fly away. Never to be heard from again on our show. Yes, Stephen. What if Cheryl Teagues is like, why does this guy keep asking me to come on a sports <laughs> show? <laughs> the Model T is yeah. for Cheryl Teagues. I see what you did. Yeah, I did that. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Gary in Gary in Nevada joins us. Hi, Gary. What do you have for me? Hi, Dan. How are you? Good, sir. Hey, real quick question. I know uh, you were talking about Alex Rebecca, and I was just wondering. I know you've done game shows before, and I was just wondering whose career would you rather have, Alex Rebecca's, Bob Barker's, or Bob Eubanks from the Newlywed Game? Oh, it's, there's there's no doubt to this. It's uh, the easy answer is Alex Trebek. Although those guys did it well, 
um, Gene Rayburn, Wink Martindale. I mean, there are so many of those great game show hosts. But, no, it's Alex Trebek. And thanks for the phone call. Because it, it's not gimmicky. Like, some of that you have to kind of put on a face when you go in there and maybe be somebody different than you really are. With, with Jeopardy, that's who Alex is. Like, when you're around him, you feel like you're doing a game of Jeopardy. Um, so that one, and, it, and it's classy, it's well done, great people there who make that show possible. So, yeah, it would be Alex Trebek. Mike in Los Angeles. Hi, Mike. What do you have for me? Hello, friends. This is Jim Nance. It gives me great pleasure to introduce this next Hall of Fame inductee. And although he's never held an azalea, he does possess a rather flowery stench. Uh, thank you, Mike. That, that's the West signal from a boat? I, 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 right? I, I, I think it's, it's, a, it's a distress signal there. I'm going to save that guy. Yeah, yeah, the distressing part of that was his Jim Nance impersonation. <laughs> it actually sends out in Morse code. Yeah. He's talking in real time. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jim Nance. <laughs> Hello, friends. Usually it's one or the other. You talk or you do the Morse code. I don't really understand the simultaneous. It's distracting don't, to me. Right? Don't we? Uh, we do this in August at the Masters. We don't do it now. Hello, friends. Let's take a break here. That was odd just now. What? It was a lot just now. It was. I don't know. boat sinking. I hope it's not capsizing. But I warned the audience to start the show today. This, we're going to go off the rails here. David Gorin just called back and said he's rethinking things. Yeah. He's gonna, they're going to take me out of the Hall of Fame. He meant you've been nominated. Oh, not nominated. There's, some, there's like 50 okay. others up there. Okay. I'm, o- just a I'm, nomination o- I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Just to get nominated for the Hall of Fame is an honor. All right. We'll take a break. Close up shop after this. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now back to the show. By the time you finish this ad... 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. 
let me see. What do you have for me, McLovin? You got NFL news? Yes. You were worried about Freddie Kitchens. Yes, I was. He got fired by the Browns. Apparently, he's expected to join Joe Judge's staff in New York with the Giants because they work together at Mississippi State. Huh. Okay. It, I, it's so funny. Like, the Giants are supposed to be this buttoned-up franchise. I don't know. Freddie Kitchens joining there? It seems but what, funny. Is he offensive coordinator? Is that he is not quarterback's coach? And, and that running back's coach, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. And he's, and he's better served in that position, in my opinion. Uh, here's a question for you. More shocking. Andrew Luck bails on the Colts. Prince Harry bails on the royal Ooh, family. Two of the bigger stories of the year. What, what's more surprising? Well, we're going to say Andrew Luck because in our world, that's more surprising. We're not really fully comprehending what Prince Harry and... Well, we didn't see Andrew Luck coming. I don't, there weren't. He was getting better. He seemed like he was getting healthier. No, that one surprised me. Harry's been laying in the groundwork oh, yeah. for years. Yeah, and then she's been... It, it felt like, you know, that does she get along with Kate? Uh, does she really want to stay in that spotlight? I don't know. Feels like she'd like to get out. And, and look, Harry's... Harry's been on scholarship for a long time. <laughs> like, what a great gig to be Prince Harry. To be called Prince, and you're Harry, and you know that you don't have to, you don't have to do any of that stuff, like the heavy lifting stuff. You just show up, have fun, have a couple of drinks, and uh, you know, go about your way. He's yeah. like the reverse move on. Remember, didn't move on? Or was it was Bobby Bonilla. He got paid for the Mets for thirty years. Yeah, it's like the reverse. Yeah, he's been on. Full scholarship. Yeah. See. But what happens when Prince Harry just becomes Harry? <laughs> oh, hey, Harry. Yeah. Prince Harry sounds like, oh, yeah, that's the guy all of a sudden Megan's going to be like, oh, hey, Harry. Like, I would take the name Harry if you put Prince in front of it. No offense to the Harrys of the world. Yeah, well, maybe there is offense. But but I, if you say I'm Prince Harry, okay. But if I'm just Harry. Hey, Harry. Hey, no, doesn't have any charm. Harry just sounds like your neighbor that you see shoveling his hey, sidewalk. Hey, how Harry, are you? how you doing? But, oh, but that's Prince Harry. How's Megs doing? Tell Megs to said hello. Watched her and rerun of Suits the other day. Yes, Todd. Makes me think of that Jonah Hill line where he goes, you see Harry Potter? He's gotten old. He's like, like, like Harold Potter. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Funny People? I believe so. Yeah. Todd, you should stick to telling other people's jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! That's pretty that, good. You know what? Whoa. You know what? He's got something. No, that's pretty good. Uh, Phil in Indianapolis. Hi, Phil. Hey, Dan. Always a pleasure. Uh, you're a class act. I really appreciate it. Um, wanted to just make a comment on your last show. When when Johnny Carson went out, the second to the last show, he had Robin Williams, uh, Bette Midler, and Billy Crystal. And then his last show, very last show, was just him with Ed McMahon and Doc Severinsen just doing old clips. So I thought that might be a good formula for you guys. Yeah, and Letterman did the same thing. Uh, thank you, Phil. We're, we're a long way away <laughs> of, of our last show. I just want to let people know that, that we are moving on from our relationship with AT&T, but the radio show will continue. Not, nothing changes. We'll have a new TV home down the road. Promise. But, but uh, we're, we're in this morbid feeling of, hey, in our last show, no, I don't want to. We got a long time before we get to that last show. At least six weeks. At least six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> We're like a middle-aged guy who had a scare. Yeah. It's like he's resetting his life. Yeah. He was just in the emergency room a couple of days ago. Now he's out buying a Porsche. Yeah, but we're good. We are good. Love the direction the show is headed in. Never been more excited about it. And uh, we'll have a new TV partner. 
And uh, hopefully this show is, uh, it will be. It'll be bigger and better. It was like a heart murmur. It wasn't like no one passed out or anything. No one had a stroke. Are you okay about this, Todd? You're good, right? I am. Oh, okay. no, 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 Oh, man. I worry. I stress out. That's, that's, what I, that's my thing. I get, I get like, angst. I like everything always as is. I know, but it, it's okay. I told you it was going to be okay. But change change can be a very No, no, positive. I told you it was going to be okay. All right? And I mean that. Uh, quick question. Do you know where I get my pens now? Yeah. I, I am concerned okay, about you did, you did have, okay, where... where AT&T, AT&T, <laughs> I think I asked some valid questions. AT&T owned our show, and then they're not in this business, not going to be in this business any longer after the Super Bowl. And uh, Todd and I had a long conversation the other day because I, you know, I just wanted to know if he had concerns. And I came across very selfish. Everyone was worried about the future content of the show, and all I seemed concerned about was 401ks and pensions. Todd and wanted to know disability who's booking his travel. <laughs> And I go, no. And he get reimbursed with flights <laughs> and hotels. There's a lot of little details. Someone's got to ask the question. Just in case I get a chip witch at the airport, I want to know who I send that receipt to. <laughs> That's like two forty nine now. I know, I know. And at the airport, it's probably six bucks. And and I, I I'm looking at Todd. I'm going. You cannot be. You can't be asking these questions here. Like you know, I want everybody to be comfortable in survival and take care of your family. Who's writing the checks? Who's going to match my? Uh, my you know, I, he, Todd I'm not, asked I'm not me. For like 15 Todd years. asked me about his 401k, and I go, dude, I don't care about your 401k right now. I but just these companies they match it. They, you put a certain amount of money aside. You know, you got you know disability. All kinds oh, of things okay, with the big God, corporate. are you a beauty? Uh, this day in sports history. I may wave it and go back. Yeah, to it. forget it. Got a kid go to a very expensive college. Oh, I know. I need, to, I need answers. I know. Todd goes. I, you know, I got a son going to college. I go. Oh, you're okay. Syracuse Bill's gonna kill me. <laughs> oh. Yes. You know what we learned today? You're a Hall of Famer, Dad. Yay! Congratulations. Yeah. Famer. Uh, what we learned brought to you by LegalZoom. Go to LegalZoom.com today under the promo code Patrick at checkout for special savings. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code Patrick. Thanks for joining us. We're going to do it again tomorrow. Dan Patrick Show. There are things that should not be. Copycat killers. They exist. Those who are compelled to turn bloody fiction into a real-life horror story. He was inspired by the Joker. They do it because the acts give them power and control. The life needs to kill. Life imitates art. And unfortunately, so does death. Reels and Podcast One, who brought you Murder Made Me Famous, comes the next great true crime podcast, Copycat Killers. Join host Dr. J. Buzz Von Ornsteiner as he analyzes true crime based on Hollywood hits. New episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. 
They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hun.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hun.com for details.